Did you know improving your communication can double your net worth? Just because it's not your title doesn't mean you're not in sales. You are. Lloyd Day created and has taught this communication training for 30 plus years. Macy McNeely, Lloyd's daughter, and Catherine Schubert, a founding student, were struggling entrepreneurs who, after going under his wing and seeing their businesses quadruple, knew that this was the missing piece for so many others. That's how the Guide Culture Training started and has taught over 500 students in just two short years. Sales is guiding people into a decision that is best for them. Guide Culture is not sales training, it's life training. We are a group of completely bought-in sales professionals who persuade for good. Here are your hosts, Macy, Loy, and Catherine. Hello, hello, friend. Welcome back to the Guide Culture Podcast. Today is going to be an episode based on an Instagram DM question that I got. And I look forward to being better about creating podcasts this way because, you know, Instagram stories only last 24 hours, but this can be something you send to a friend, re-listen to, and, you know, bookmark, all that great stuff. And particularly this question is making me feel a type of a way because, um, it's. Just, I think it speaks to the heart of a lot of of people, and so I'm going to actually get to the point quickly, so that we can talk about this topic. The message says, on a recent podcast, you and Macy were chatting about being pregnant and having babies through business and what that looked like. Yesterday, I was listening to the Grant Cardone podcast you recommended, and I felt so motivated and excited for this year. But in the back of my head, I was thinking. I hope that even if I get pregnant, that I can continue on this path. Because when I was pregnant a few years ago, it triggered a whole lot of bad behavior on my part. A lot of isolation, sleeping, etc. Because I didn't feel well. This snowballed and just put me in a horrible mental space. I'm finally feeling like myself again and I don't want to lose that. Anyways, just wanted to request that maybe at some point you and Macy share content with tips on how to keep things on track through pregnancy and newborn infant phase. Man. I hope that if you're listening to this and hopefully you're still listening, even if you heard the word pregnant or kids and you're like, I don't want any of that. Um, That's not relevant to me. I'm done having kids, whatever the case may be. I think that the underlying question there is like, hey, I've gotten off track before and I'm almost like scared to go all in because what if like something bad happens? What if, you know, I get a disappointment or I stop feeling good or Whatever. I think what's interesting about pregnancy specifically is that it is literally so hormonal that you can't really help what's happening, right? Like so many things in life you cannot help and you cannot control. Pregnancy is definitely one of those things. And so I think a lot of people can relate, especially as it pertains to staying on track during work, whether you have your own business, side business, more kids at home or a corporate job, doesn't matter. It can feel like man, like my brain is foggy. I'm tired. I don't feel good. And I think particularly with the maybe side hustler or business owner, there's a different level of tension that this creates when you don't feel good, like in pregnancy for some people, because it's really relies on your initiative and your ability to do things when you don't feel motivated and stay in consistent movement and consistent action um, just to keep the ball rolling and to keep yourself in some sort of momentum, even on days that are harder, right? And so I think particularly for business owners and side hustlers, it is, I have a just a soft spot in my heart 
my heart for this because I have been there and um, it's not very often that we like share personal stories on this podcast because we really don't believe it's about us. Um, I did want to shed some light on how I have experienced this. Now I'm in my second pregnancy, my first one being with Lucy and then this successful pregnancy how I've been able to manage them differently. And, um, and honestly, like I said, even if this does not relate to you specifically in the season that you're in, what I hope is the message is that you don't have to repeat old patterns. You don't have to have the same story. You can actually write a new story for yourself. And I just think that that gives so much hope and excitement for the future that patterns don't have to be repeated. So, and honestly, I'm doing this podcast by myself, but I, was with Macy during her entire pregnancy with Rush too. And that was, was not easy, but I was able to watch her, you know, go from, you know, her times of not feeling good to picking herself up and, and rebounding and just doing so with such a strong mindset and doing it with a lot of poise and almost detaching emotionally from the fact that things weren't always feeling great. So I'll be more specific and we can talk about that. But a little bit of my background with this, just to give anyone out there who has a question similar to this message that came in. It was 2018 when I was pregnant with Lucy and I was not with Guide Culture yet. Really, the company was not even born yet. But I was a recently, fairly recently, I had quit being a dietitian. I did not like my corporate job. I just knew that something in my gut was like, I do not need to be helping people with food. I just don't. So I quit that. And it had been about six months since I had done so. And I had a side hustle that I was just like, knew I was destined to take full time. I was like, hello, like I can be successful. Like I've done hard things. I can do hard things. Surely I can grow my own business. Like how hard could it be? Right. So I'm, I'm off doing that quote full time I had full amount of hours the day. I did not have full-time income, but that's a story for another day. But it does play into this for sure because when I got pregnant with Lucy, I thought, well, I still have these goals and I have these ambitions and I want to do well, you know, and I had the best intentions ever. I mean, I remember even hitting certain goals when I was pregnant and all kind of stuff. And by pregnant, I mean like early on, like when I first found out, I was like, this is new year, new me. Found out I had found out I was pregnant like early in the year. So it really was like new slate vibes, right? Well, you know, there comes a day, there comes a day in pregnancy when you just don't feel good for the first time. And I don't know what that day was for me, but let's just call it mid-February. And it was like... I don't really know how to describe it because I wasn't the kind of person who's like hanging hanging over the toilet bowl sick. It's like you're car sick all day and you're tired. And um, something that I did not have in my life was a system to keep me on track. I did not. All I had was my up and down roller coasters of emotion, pulling me myself up, hoping I would work on the right thing that day. And if, if that sounds vague to you, it's because it is. <laughs> and when you have vague ideas about what you want to accomplish, you're way less likely to accomplish it because your brain's like, well, if I don't feel good and we're tired, this is like way more energy to do than... I can really muster up right now. So that's why vague um, vague ideas and, and stuff really doesn't help you get anywhere because you're relying on bursts of motivation instead of consistent action. And, and truly, a quote I've heard recently is that being consistently good is 
way better than being occasionally great. Uh, and so I was not being consistently good. I was being occasionally great. So I was doing some stuff, but not, not enough to whatever, to, you know, really grow what I wanted to grow. And so I was seeing a lot of up and down. Well, like I said, when the time hits you that you don't feel good, um, and you have this burden in your mind of, well, I really need to get some work done. I want to hit these goals, but like, I don't really know what to do. Um, it's kind of like a downward spiral, um, not to sound dramatic, um, and certainly not to sound like clinical in any way, but if you've been there, you've been there and you just know, like it's way easier to like, lay on the couch than anything else. And I didn't have a kid at the time. I just had two dogs and Carl. And, um, I just remember he would like come home at the end of the day from work and he'd be like, how was your day? And I would like still be on the couch. And I just remember feeling, uh, I don't want to say the word ashamed because I never felt shamed by anybody, especially him. But I just was like, dang, I know I am better than this. I'm so frustrated. I don't know what to do. I'm frustrated. I don't like feel like I'm moving anywhere. But like I said, at the end of the day, when you don't feel good, what are you going to do on top of having that lack of system in your life? So there's a little bit of that. And that lasted really my entire pregnancy. Honestly, um, it wasn't until like, I, you know, you get out of your first trimester, which sounds like short when I say it like that. But then it felt like it lasted a lifetime because I think what it did to my mental state was by the time I got into my second trimester and I felt better, I really just started doing housework. Okay, we had a, a new house at the time. It was like 2004, so I had to repaint all this red and gold and brown. And um, I wasn't making a lot of money and wasn't doing much, so I painted the house like by myself with my mother-in-law. Why do I tell you that? I tell you that because I filled my time with stuff that was not needle moving for my goals. I filled my time with things that filled time because I remember waking up and honestly just like being so depressed, like I did not know what to work on. It was so discouraging. And yeah, so I would just work on like house stuff. And when people would ask me about my business, I would say, oh, it's going good. You know, I'm just really preparing for the baby. Like it was like this excuse to honestly not talk about the business that wasn't growing. And like I had said before, and like I believe about so many people I talk to, like you are capable of so much more. You have a history of success. You have patterns in your life that prove to yourself. Like I can do things. I graduate. <laughs> with good grades. I am liked by people. Um, I've gotten a good job before, but all of a sudden you're in business and things are just feel different. So anyways, I uh, was kind of making excuses for why my business wasn't growing. And that is really the backstory that I've never told to the moment I talk about a little bit more, which is um, the fork in the road, where when Lucy was born, there was a fork in the road. And it was like, hey, you're either going to double down and like figure out what's wrong, get to the root of what's wrong in your business and go for it. Or you're just going to need to like quit and settle for this thing that you um, have been acting like. And to be honest, a few months before that, even though I knew deep down I had potential, I, I was going, I could go places. I really believed that about myself. But there was a few months before that where we were on a family vacation. And I just remember thinking like, man, like maybe I'm not. Like maybe I'm not supposed to do anything. Maybe that was all just, you know, young Catherine thinking that, you know, I could be on the Today Show or be on a stage or speak to people, you know? So I really was like, man, maybe like I had a legit moment in my own brain about that. So fast forward back to when Lucy was born, that's the fork in the road moment. It was crazy. And that's when guide culture came into my life and 
Macy and Loy had just started the training. Uh, they were on their second round um, of clearly confident at the time. And I was introduced to like needle movers principles uh, through daily deposit and um, just growing myself. And, and that's when the tide really shifted, um, taking ownership and having a system to communicate, a system to get work done and feel like I was progressing and feeling like even though I'm just you know, this new mom who's figuring out how to get a baby to sleep, I feel successful. Like I feel like the things I'm doing today are successful. And there's a clip that Macy ended up reposting. I'll have to find it. If anyone wants to see it, we can repost it to Guide Culture. But it was me. I said, Carl, how different have I been? And it was like one month into this new change between Daily Deposit and Guide Culture where Carl was like, you are like totally different. Like I don't recognize you. And it didn't take long because it doesn't take long for anybody. Like this is not rocket science. There's nothing wrong with you. There are just systems that are out of whack and focuses that are out of whack. And they're keeping you from feeling you know, that daily success and growth, honestly, growth, like growth makes you feel successful, even when you're not seeing results. And I certainly wasn't seeing results, you know, five minutes in or anything. Anyway, so it's just really, 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 hopefully that encourages you how quickly something can change when you just decide that you're going to learn a new way and, and invest in yourself a new way. If you are wondering what I mean by daily deposit. You've never heard us talk about daily deposit before. We are going to link um, another podcast episode in the show notes about what it is, what the system is. Uh, it's a daily five minute practice that helps you really follow through with what you want to accomplish. And it does keep you feeling successful and on a winning trajectory with with results, you know, goals that are met, but also just that daily feeling of success, even when results aren't happening. So that's really cool. We'll link daily deposit in here. And actually, Actually, once you learn about it, you will have access to um, like a free five days of trying this, like feeling that momentum um, of holding yourself accountable and really thinking the right thoughts and acting on the right things um, for five straight days and what that can do for you. So that's exciting because it definitely changed a lot for me. So that's my fork in the road moment. And that's when Carl noticed the difference. It's when my business changed. It's when everything changed for me in 2019. It, it's just, it just blows my mind. And that's not even the story. But I guess to answer the question of the person who messaged us about this, uh, gosh, I could say so much about Macy too, but I just quickly want to say being in my second full pregnancy and having business like to work on, Yes, there's like so much more momentum with guide culture than there was with the other, you know, the side hustle I was working on, which makes a big difference for sure. So there's something to be said for momentum and teamwork, everything to be said for teamwork and just being there for each other because that's been huge. I mean, I just literally texted Macy like, hey, how do you feel about pregnancy and how it changes productivity? And she said, being with y'all helped me the most. And, And she said, it infused me to do my best. And like, does that not break your heart? Like, truly being around people who like connected with people who are also moving in the right direction is powerful. So I can't encourage you enough, honestly, to be in the winner circle and like just <clears throat> the guide culture community. Even if you haven't taken the training yet, get involved somehow with these people because they are movers and shakers, even when things are not perfect and things aren't moving. So it's just amazing. That's my tangent. And that's what Macy said because she was much sicker than me. And so it does get hard. But this pregnancy, it's been light years different. And I think what is so cool about not repeating patterns is that it all comes down to 
What story are you willing to tell yourself? What, how do you think about yourself now? Um, I think, or based on just the psychology of people and experiences I've had and things I've watched people change uh, before my eyes is that they see themselves differently. They're not someone who's unproductive. They're not someone who's, you know, lazy. They're not someone who uh, is inconsistent, right? They may they may not feel good and they may not be perfect, but they don't see themselves as, as that anymore, right? Like, I mean, I did not see myself highly at all. I was really losing some respect for myself if I'm being completely honest, but I, I knew deep down, I knew better. But over time through the, honestly, the daily deposit practice and continuing to pour pot more positive, not just positive thoughts, like I'm nice person and cheesy stuff like that, but truly like reinforcing the fact that I'm a leader, that I'm productive, I'm creative. I uh, add value to people's life and backing that up with the, the actual tap, like needle moving tasks getting done that day, it all compounds in a beautiful way. And so your identity changes and the person who actually ended up sending this message, I just had a call with her the other day and she's a completely different person. She, she used to say the same person who's like, Hey, I'm like afraid to get pregnant again because you know, like, what if I, what if I repeat patterns? She used to say, you know, like she was buried under so many things in her life that needed to be better. Like her house, it was never organized. Work wasn't getting done. Everything in front of her reminded her of what she wasn't doing. And it was overwhelming and her to-do list overwhelmed her. And she would sit around wondering like, hey, what's actually going to get me where I need to be, right? There's all these overwhelming thoughts in her head. And so one of the things when she was using daily deposit, she specifically said, I am productive. Like I, she's identified herself as I am productive. It's who I am. And she did this for like two to three months. It just really spoke to herself this way. And she not just said that. It's like, this is where I want affirmations to be so crystal clear. It's not saying it or writing it down that matters. It's backing it up with evidence for yourself. So for her, not only did she like encourage herself and affirm herself in this way, but she also worked on needle moving tasks consistently, probably imperfectly, just like we all do, but consistently. And then she said, you know, after a few months, like, I don't even need to write that anymore. I already know I'm productive. I already moved the needle. And it fires me up. Like it fires me up when people feel like, you know, in just three short months, I don't even see myself as someone who needs to say, I'm productive. I've proven to myself I'm productive. It's like not even a question in my mind anymore. That identity change is the root of so many reasons why people aren't getting results, why people stay stuck, and why they stay frustrated. Um, And it's also the very reason why people don't repeat patterns and they write a new story. And, you know, when you get pregnant again, it's like a completely different person because you are a different person. I think, I think becoming a different, unrecognizable, an unrecognizable version of yourself is so underrated and it's it just makes me so proud to see stories like that because I know she's proud of herself and I know she's making her family so proud of her um not because any of us are not good enough the way that that we are at the end of the day we all know that there's something in us that sometimes we just like are not tapping into and it can be a simple practice like daily deposit like shifting your identity and uh, acting on it, actually acting on it consistently 
that is the story changer. And if I can tell you one thing from that whole slew of story I told you about my pregnancy with Lucy and like really losing confidence and wondering, am I worth, am I even like worth anything? Honestly, like as far as my business is concerned, should I really like stop lying to myself um, or should I double down on who I'm meant to be? And I just really believe that you should double down on who you're meant to be. And one of the most simple ways you can do that, like I've said, change the story, change the narrative, act on it, act on the narrative you want to live out. Um, and you do that through a simple thing like daily deposit. Like I said, we are going to link five days worth of this for free. So you can print it out, use it on your iPad, whatever you feel like doing. Uh, we honestly don't care how you do it. If you want to do it on a napkin, we don't care. Um, but there's going to be a podcast that helps walk you through it. And also you can tangibly do this with like pen and paper if you want to print this out because it's just, it's, it's incredible what you can see, the changes you can see. Um, so I hope this gave someone hope. I hope that you see how quickly things can change when you just decide that you're worth you're worth fighting for. I really believe that. And I think that you have so much more potential. Actually, you know what? I think that you have the exact amount of potential you know you do. And maybe your the actual achievements ahead of you are more than you'll ever know. It's just exciting that way. So I want you to believe that. And I want you to step into it and uh, take a chance on yourself by doing this practice. It's totally free. Five days. Give yourself five consistent days of moving the needle with daily deposit. And uh, send us your wins. We... Nothing would I love more than to see you sharing your wins and how it, how good it feels to try this for yourself and start seeing yourself in a new light uh, and just reach that another that next level of you. Whether you're picking yourself up from a hard season or you are feel like you you've capped out on your potential, um, but you know that maybe there's something else there. I really believe there is. I feel like there's another level to your leadership and your creativity and everything. So let us know how you love that experience. And uh, like I said, I hope this was helpful. A um, little bit different of a podcast, but we love you as a listener. Uh, we believe in you and we are pulling for you. See you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope this episode encouraged you in your journey. Come join us over at the Winner's Circle Facebook group of online entrepreneurs who are winning the game of life. The link is down in the show notes. We'll see you there.